you got a problem with that, you can suck my dick! Yay. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, everybody. Uh, Oh, who's that on the podcast? Oh, Oh, it's It's Aaron. It's a special boy. It's my special combo boy. He's back. Uh, Don't call me that. Oh, daddy loves you. Welcome back, Aaron. Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Sipping Around the Suns. Yeah, we haven't even introduced the show yet. Uh, yep. Introduce me, the most important part of the show. That's true. What's your Besides name? Besides the show itself. Aaron. Oh. I'm Tia. I'm Ed. We did it kind of in a little reverse order. It's a little, it's a little Easter egg for you out there. Ooh, uh, nugget. We uh <laughs> we talk about animes. We talk about ooh it's it's the first first anime of June, so we talk about some some Ed. Uh, special animes. Ed. Yeah. Is the second anime of June? No. This is the second. This is the first anime yes. of June of Aaron, so it's the most important one. Ow. I'm previously, previously on sipping around the suds, we had Paisley on for the f- kickoff for our Pride Month lineup, where we listened okay. to Revolutionary yeah, you're right. Girl Utena. <laughs> yeah, we did Yikes. record that one already. Yikes. Whoopsie oh, I poodle. think I understand what's happening finally. Oh I understand. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to part the kimono a little bit. I was incredibly confused about our recording schedule. Not only did you guys both make disgusted sounds, but my wife just turned around in her chair and gave me a look that indicated that she didn't like the phrase part the kimono. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad one. That's uh, a right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna part the kimono and we're gonna talk about the way we uh, produce this show. We record it uh, with our mouths, and oh, we recorded it. an episode ahead of time. And I got confused about He's gotten confused several <laughs> times about this yeah. damn episode. I'm really having a hard time. So this oh is this this makes sense though. I was overthinking it. Is really the way we're coming down on this. Yep. Uh, well. We could, I mean, we're only two minutes in, so we could just record the intro again, but we're not gonna. Uh, nope. Do it live. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I apologize. Uh, as long as you know. Second anime of special anime month. Here we go. The first one with Aaron. First one with first Aaron. First one with Aaron, yeah. Uh, it's so Pride it's Month, y'all. it's a little special. Yay. Uh, actually, it's really special because I like this anime a whole lot, but we'll get into that. I'm sure. Uh, more importantly than liking stuff a lot, uh, you have to like something a whole lot to fly halfway across the country and participate in it for three days. It wasn't halfway. It was like two it's, hours, two and They call it the Midwest for a reason. Yeah. Barely West. Uh, well, Chicago is like almost Midwest. It's like just outside of Chicago, like half an hour out. It ain't that bad. It's only, it's only one time zone away. Correct. Uh, when I lived in Michigan, I was still on the East Coast time zone, which blew people's minds. Because, uh, what the fuck? Because Mid- Michigan's, like, definitely Midwest. But Aaron, uh, Aaron went to Combo Breaker uh, I did. last week. Combo Breaker. Combo Breaker, uh, yay. That's the, yep, that's what it is. It's a, it's actually a big KI tournament, so yeah, that's why it's named after that. Um, oh. Huh. Yeah, that's why it's... Because the phrase Combo Breaker is from KI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does anybody still play the new KI? Uh, at Combo Breaker, Yes. 
<laughs> All right, that's fair. Touche. Yeah. Uh, actually, fun fact, one of the best KI players in the country, if not the best up until recently, uh, is from Connecticut. Oh, that's pretty oh, yeah. cool. He's a kid named Nicky, lives in Southern Connecticut, and he's a cool guy. Oh, that's pretty cool. But yeah. I did, don't play KI because I have good taste. I was going to say, did he identify that nobody played KI, so therefore he could be the best at that video game? <laughs> no, a fair amount of people still play it, but it's just not as popular as the other ones. Um, so I went to Combo Breaker to play Strafire 5, Street Fighter 5. Yep, that's a um, that's a video game that Capcom made. Strafire V? Strafire V. Street Fiver. Yeah, that's really good. That's the one. Um, and I went, so I heard crazy word in the streets that Ed said that I was going to go into an air game I played. I only played one game. And I went Ooh. one and two. Thank you very much. Nice. Ooh. You want a match. Uh, so it was like a very confusing weekend at first. Like I had to play Saturday or Friday, but like really late in the day. Uh, and so my first match was a guy who didn't know how to play the game. Played Karen. Beat him convincingly. Second match was against Fujimura, who's one of the best players in the world from Japan. Ooh. Uh, no big deal. Uh, uh, nope, not at all. Didn't take a round. That's all right, though. I yeah, actually right. did some pretty impressive stuff. Like, we, my head, I had my friends record it on my phone, and I did some pretty impressive stuff in that set. That some people were like, wow, I didn't know you could do that. And I was like, haha, me neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that would totally then, be me. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, and then my the, my match in Losers was against a Laura player. If anyone knows anything about Street Fighter Five, then a Laura can be kind of a nightmare. And if you are not on point fighting that character, you will not win. I like uh, so Laura I lost. a lot. I, I, so I lost, and then I fought the guy Sunday when I was, like, in a much better place. Like, I was like, I'm, like, happier and stuff. So I was like, oh, I want to find, find that guy, and I played him, and I destroyed him. He did not take a round off of me. Uh, because it wasn't in a tournament. You were just like, hey, let's play the game again. All right, hey, man. There's, I had a lot more going on than you think. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I had a lot of fun, though. Did uh, you eat anything friend. good? Uh, so Portillo's is Hell the yeah, God. Portillo's! The Italian yes. beef sandwich is the greatest. Yes! Uh, did I you had have the cake shake? Had, like, I did not have the cake shake. Oh. I did see it there, but I didn't get it. It's so good. I would have I died if I had that. But it's like, yeah, we usually do. Um, and in case you don't know what Portillo's is. I don't. The cake sh- it, so Portillo's like a hot dog, like like, a, like uh, Italian Emporium. beef sandwich place. Uh, hot, mo- dog more emporium. hot dog emporium is such a good yes, phrase it is actually hot dog emporium uh the most the more important thing is they have a thing there called the cake shake where they just take a piece of chocolate cake and put it in with some ice cream and blend it up fuck yep it's is real good it's just that it's ve- it seemed very good can i get so that but with cheesecake fun fact fuck, that sounds so good. i've only been to portillo's in southern california huh yeah they're like midwest and southern california type place. Yep. weird uh they have a couple and each each Portillo's has a slightly different uh, theme in the decor. Hmm. Huh. Um, but uh, whenever Tom and I get off the plane in uh, LAX, we drive straight to Portillo's and we have a couple of beautiful Chicago-style beefy hot dogs and we wash it down with cake shakes and then we check into our hotel. Very nice. That is our pre-BlizzCon first meal in California tradition. I was going to say, you get a fat load of diabetes right before you have to go to uh, BlizzCon. Hell yeah. It's great. So I'm so glad you got to go to Portillo's. Yes, it was very good, and I honestly wish we had more of them around here. And like a real Portillo's, because Chicago. 
Yeah, it was like it's just outside of Chicago, like we're half an hour out of the city, and it was fucking that Portillo's was so good. So oh, good. That sounds and it's delicious. Cheap too. Yeah, it was like like for the the Italian beef sandwich is like pretty big, and like I have a small stomach, so I luckily I don't need to eat as much, but like it was like five bucks for the Italian beef, which is like a six inch kind of kind of thing. Nice. Very good. It's literally it's literally just meat, meat and gravy. Ah, six inch meat. Oh, I love that. Fucking delicious. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then otherwise though, uh... I saw a video yeah. of Jarek on stream going ham. Oh, God, so... <laughs> the, this, the, oh, there's a whole thing, sorry, so... Jarek used to hate Guilty Gear, my best friend, he went with me, combo breaker. Uh, used to hate Guilty Gear, used to, like, be all against it, but now he's, like, recently embraced it, like, yeah, I'm gonna become that guy. Be the Guilty Gear guy, I'm just like, you're an asshole, whatever. So he, <laughs> he entered Guilty Gear. I love has Guilty Gear. It, has been playing it for a month. Okay. Literally just a month, and his very first match in tournament is on stream. So he's like, "Well, this is gonna be a blow," but he's like excited, like he's like, "I'm gonna have fun with this," because like, who fucking cares? And he fucking goes on there, wins this, wins the first round. The guy or wins the first game. The guy wins the second game and like gets really hype and like jumps up and like pops off, and it's like only one one. So the guy has to win another one. Jarek wins the last one because the dude just chokes real heavily, and Jarek just fucking jumps up and starts screaming. It's like, the it's a wholesome video. I like that clip a whole lot. It's so like the play in that set is terrible. They're both very bad. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but man, he, he knows it. Jerk went three and two in that tournament, which had he had no right going that uh, going doing that well. And like he admits it, he's like, I should not have done that well. And everyone who lost me should be ashamed of themselves. Damn. But yeah, uh, Jerk fucking he won that, and it was wonderful, and I'm very happy for him. Yeah, that's the only thing I knew about your whole trip was I saw Jarek <laughs> on stream yelling and playing Guilty Gear, which is great. Yep. Oh, man. Good old Jarek. Otherwise, yeah, I had a good time. Cool. I, I'm glad to have you back. Glad to be back, Bob. Uh, Tia, did you do anything fun in your week? Uh, I got back. I did a hike today, as Yay. I usually do. Uh, I went up Mount Holyoke, and it was so buggy. And so muggy, I was, I was fucking. Miserable. Yeah, but when are they gonna patch it though? Yeah. Uh, it, you know, I love Bethesda. <laughs> what you mean when you say you went up the side of Mount Holyoke? Cause you literally went backwards up the side of Mount Holyoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my horse at like a seventy degree angle. Yeah, at Mach five. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bethesda. Thanks, Todd. Uh, with a Randy Savage uh, mod applied. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to go out for a bike ride today, but then I stepped outside and it felt Ooh. like I walked into the pool. And I was, was like, gross. nah, <laughs> I think I'm going to stay inside and play Stardew Valley. So that's what I did. Barely nice. breathe. But, you know, since I'll be going to a higher altitude, I'm like, hey, this is like being at a higher altitude. That's what it's like. Ooh. There you go. Ooh, it was so gross. Um, other than that. Not a whole lot. I've been working. Yeah, me too. Yeah. We live wow. we live boring lives. We live in a society. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, me that was the meme of the weekend with my friend Alex and I would just say that to each other. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to I, I oh I saw I saw a solo. Oh yeah. Oh, how was that? I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think you need to go into it not taking anything serious because I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, well, it's not like, you know, it's a Star Wars movie. It's a spinoff, bro. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a little side plot. It's a little amuse-bouche for, you know, the major pictures. The the big thing I've heard about Solo is that sight. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's okay. pretty yeah, good, it's, but not yeah, like... It's pretty good. Um, I think everyone's just like, oh my god, I didn't make a shit ton of money. Except, compared to regular movies, it still made a shit ton of money. It's just not yeah. making prime star wars or you know marvel money yeah. but I'm it's just, still making money i'm just tired of star wars yeah i'm like fatigued on all the star wars stuff truthfully just fucking leave me alone leave me alone with star wars uh Miss hey, me with i wish star i had wars. that problem with star trek Ooh, star i never got into star trek don't know why i have uh, a tattoo i have a tattoo so yeah, yeah, there you go. Bad. That's why you didn't add. Ooh, good call. Ooh. I don't like mm-hmm. bad things. I only like good things. I just don't like all good things. That's just yeah. uh, too bad. Well, it could be good. I I wouldn't like it. It falls under that that scientific ruling. Um, Moonlighter came out this week, which uh, I don't know if you've ever been to a PAX, but that is a game that's been featured on every booth ever. And you ever have a game that like you feel like was designed specifically for you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Moonlighter is a shopkeeping roguelike. Oh, oh. And I was like, well, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it for me. Oh, how is it, Tom not playing this nonstop? Because he probably doesn't know it exists, but I will send him the link when we're done with this podcast. It's perfect. No, it's he's really got work good. to do. Don't send him the link. <laughs> no, he doesn't. His, his work involves running the shop and making money. Um,. That's uh, yeah. Between that, playing some Stardew Valley, playing some Moonlighter, that's about all I've done. Uh, thinking about streaming, but like, mm, so you've pre- a lot of been work. pretending to have a full functioning adult life outside of your already full functioning adult life. Correct, as cool. adults do. Yep. Uh, work I sins. also I also watched anime this week. Oh, what? What a transition. It's, it's almost like I have a podcast about anime with my friends. Well, sometimes you almost don't watch anime for podcasts when, yeah, when I don't know you don't listen happening. to the scheduler. <laughs> I don't listen at all. <laughs> See, Aaron, uh, we, we both filled in your, your position while you were gone. And now that you're back, Ed will get back on track. Yeah, I had to not listen for a week. Everything was running too smoothly. God, it's it's hard, right? It's it's hard. It feels bad. I don't like it. You can deal with this. I don't want it anymore. Ugh. Take it, please. Uh, So, uh, continuing on with our Pride Month theme. Yay! Last week, we had a girl who was a prince, and this week we have a boy who is a princess. Hell yeah! Yeah, we do. We and also we a bunch of girls who are a bunch of things who are uh, who are us <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> uh so we watch princess jellyfish this is pretty good it's pretty darn good it's like, short too how many episodes is it uh there's only 11 oh that's but pretty you can cool. also watch the live action film and the television drama so if is you want to just action? watch the same what? plot over and over again i would recommend those things <laughs> I didn't know there was a live action film. I actually feel like this would be pretty good as live action. Yeah. Is it? Um, I, I watched the trailer for it, and it just looks like uh, literally the plot. 
Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't know how the plot works, so that that could be fine for me. But I mean, it's just an anime about human beings. There's nothing. I would want to know how they do. I would want to know how they do some of the mechanics in this show. Yeah, but we'll get into that. Uh, (laughs) there there are definite things about like there's hyperbole applied to pretty much everything, uh, which I'm a big fan of. Uh. Also, we are going to tag ourselves as characters when they appear, uh, and I already know who I would like to be, and I already know who Aaron is. <laughs> I don't even know which one I would I be. I would right, love cool. to know who you think Aaron is, because yeah, I'm hoping it's the same person I think Aaron is. So There's I'm only one person it can be. There's only one person it can be. But yeah, uh, I think all right, Now I think I know who it is. I'm tilted if it's who I think it is. <laughs> uh, there's only one. Um yeah, big overview. Uh, it's about uh, five women. Five? Six. Technically six. Uh, who live in a house. Uh, you only all... see five. You only Spoiler. see five. Uh, <laughs> for now. For na- Well, who knows. I'm assuming you don't ever see the, the one that lives in the... Uh... In her I don't, room? I don't, yeah, I don't know her name. I just put her down as the one in the room multiple May times. Jero. Uh She's the best. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's about a bunch of women who live in a house together, uh, as like a communal living thing. Uh, and you know, it's cheaper than living on your own. Correct. Uh, and they're all super broke and they're all super dorks. They love their things and they're, uh, big otakus. They, yeah. they mentioned that a bunch of times. They are the epitome of otaku and neats. Correct. Uh, and it's no boys allowed because boys are terrifying, which oh, is yep. is probably the best rule they could implement. Just like, <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need this. You're like, no, that's true. Yeah, we're good. Uh, but it's it's a specifically about one of the girls. I would argue and say she's the youngest of the group. Definitely Maybe? feels like it. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down her name. It has been hours, hours since Tsukimi. I've watched it. Yeah, Tsukimi. Tsukimi. Uh, she's Tsukimi. obsessed with the titular jellyfish that her mother showed her as a child, and these are her antics. Uh, sounds not interesting. Actually, is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed the three episodes we watched. I think I think it gets carried pretty hard by like the way it looks and the way it sounds and everything about it. For sure. I know it was from the creator of Bacchano, which I fucking love. Whoa, what? I didn't know <laughs> that. Yeah. That makes the show even better. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> Man, I fucking love Bacchano. So, uh, slightly off topic, if any of you ever get out to an aquarium, I definitely recommend it, but... Do love aquariums. Specifically, I recommend the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Um, they are world-renowned for their jellyfish displays. Hmm. And I have been there, and they are magnificent, and I believe they do live cams with a couple of them. That's pretty cool. So if you want to just, like, on your second monitor, just have some jellyfish floating around, chilling. I would, uh, yes, actually, check I out, would like that a whole lot. That'd be the greatest. <laughs> check check out the Monterey Bay Aquarium's uh, live know, streams. Um, I know um, if you if you are in Connecticut, Mystic Seaport does have a very nice jellyfish area. A pretty cool one. Uh, I haven't been to Mystic Seaport in forever, and me and Hannah were going to go the other day, and then it rained, and I remember that most of Mystic is outside. I got real sad. No, it's not really. <laughs> we didn't. We went. I went a couple years ago. It wasn't. It's mostly inside. 
if I want to see the fucking seals and penguins, those little bastards are outside. Yeah, but the jellyfish. Uh, I'm not paying forty five dollars to go see jellyfish. I want to see. I, so, I want to get some seals and I want to get some penguins in there too. Uh, also, uh, quick correction on myself, really quick. It's from the director of Bacano, not the creator. Gotcha. Close enough. The director of Bacano directed this. You can tell <laughs> that some yeah. of, some of the some of the yeah, like uh, for sure the scene changes and that type of stuff. You can tell. Uh, Tia, would you like to walk us through the anime, and we'll uh, we'll stop the bus as we see fit? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, so the the show starts with. Tsukimi and her mother are looking at the uh, jellyfish, and the, her mother just loves jellyfish, and she says how when she is old enough to get married, she will uh, sew her a dress that looks like a jellyfish. And uh, she imparts some you know, motherly wisdoms to her girl, uh, which includes all girls can be beautiful princesses when they grow up. Um, and then we come to... Tsukimi in present day in the middle of Shibuya and she is uh, a nervous fucking wreck and she's trying to get into a museum exhibit but there's too many people and she panics and she leaves and she apologizes to her mother for turning into a freak and not a princess. Fucking relatable. When she is leaving the house her roommates who appear in shadows as hands are like, no, you're literally going to die. What do you mean you're going to leave? You're actually going to die. But she leaves anyway to go see the jellyfish. And then she panics and comes back. Uh, And that's why I believe... So my second, my runner-up choice for who Aaron is is actually Tsukimi. Tsukimi is definitely (laughs) one of those I was thinking of, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's your that's runner up. I don't think that's the most fitting. I just think y'all both have anxiety and that's where that goes. Heavy. Um, but yeah, so Tsukimi moved to Tokyo from like the countryside to be an animator, correct? Like uh, they mentioned illustrator. That. illustrator. Illustrator, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and she draws only jellyfish. <laughs> literally, her room is plastered with jellyfish. And they're pretty good drawings. But yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about the opening for a quick second. Yeah, I was going to say, we the have to go back to like, the opening. The opening is like fucking amazing. It's probably oh, one it's of. So good. It's. Even amongst all of the really good animes I've watched in my lifetime, it's it ranks way up there. It's just yes. a bunch of references. It's it's a cheery fucking song. Uh, it's got Star Wars. It's got Singing in the Rain. It's got Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, it's James so good. Bond. We got Bruce Lee in there. Like it's just a big old pop culture. Like you're you're a fucking otaku watching this anime, so you're gonna understand all of this shit. What's up, uh, nerds? Here's the most relatable shit you've ever seen in your life. All right, fucking eat it. See ya. Like all it's the characters really that good. the main characters play in the opening just fit their personalities beautifully. Yeah, I didn't even think of that, but it definitely does. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. The opening, it, the opening song is like a seven out of ten. The opening video is a ten out of ten. Absolutely. So good. It's basically perfect. Um. But yeah, I, I love the opening. Um. So when Tsukimi gets back from her trip into the city, um, even though she didn't get to her goal, she still is able to get the things that her flatmates requested. Um, so 
for Banba. Uh, Banba is the one with the fro. Banba yep. loves trains. So she got a picture of a train. A photograph of a, a train, yes. Yep, she literally took a picture of a train for her. Uh, Chieko, who is the building manager, collects... Building manager's daughter. Building manager's yes, daughter. building manager's daughter. Well, building owner's daughter, so that makes yes. her the manager of the building. Uh, she collects very ornate china dolls and she dresses them so she got a swatch of beautiful fabric um and uh i forgot her name hold on notes time mayaya mayaya yeah uh yep she got a bunch of gashkapans of the oh you mean i'm sorry you mean aaron yes yay absolutely (laughs) <laughs> as soon as she pulled out the fucking gachapon toys, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no. Yep. This was, I told you. I told you that was Aaron. Giant loser for Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Uh, <laughs> the, my favorite thing with my Aya, first of all, probably my least favorite character because she yells constantly. Like, constantly. Oh, she's the worst. Constantly. She's super annoying. Uh, unlike, unlike real Aaron, uh, Princess Jellyfish Aaron, very annoying. But uh there there is one point, I don't know if we're actually gonna bring this up, but they're they're shopping in a store. She pulls she picks up like a romance of the oh. three kingdoms like oh, thing. We will. Don't worry, oh, that's my in God. my notes. I love it. We'll get to that then. Uh, and then so Gigi, who is uh she loves mature older men. Uh Tsukimi got her yeah, she does. A flyer in reference to this older dude. Hell yeah. So, um, that That is our introduction to all of the flatmates things. outside of Mijero. Yeah, they, they do their... Uh, they all show off their thing. And Mijero's thing is... Uh, Mijero is a... Uh, I think it's a She's manga. a yaoi mangaka. Yeah. And that means she works only at night and only in her room and never leaves. She's a, she's a hikikomori. Yep. So she's super afraid of leaving. Oh, man. It's, <laughs> I, I like how they slip, like, notes underneath the door <laughs> to her. So our first interaction with her is um, they they have a room open in the flat. Right. Uh, and they keep getting requests, but they don't want to fucking deal with any of these requests. Because, truthfully, they probably don't want any more flatmates. That's Let's that's real the here. real answer. That's it, the so, real answer. Yeah. But they can't just say no. There's no room available. So instead, they're just gonna make it really, really unlikely that you qualify to be a flatmate. Um. So they are trying to come up with rules, and uh, they got an email from a gay couple, well, a gay dude, and they're like, oh, so he thinks that just because he's gay, he can he can just fucking come and live with us and we won't care and that just shows you just like how fucking petrified these women are of dudes all men it doesn't all matter men. what yeah, it, the it, men's intent is so so they go it's like not even really men too as if we find out later but continue so they need to go uh consult Mijero um cuz she has the infinite wisdom and so they slide a note 
under her door. I don't, uh, I don't know what makes her any more qualified than the rest of them. I don't know why. They she's actually, she's, older, she's actually less qualified because she lives only in this room. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe she is the oldest of them all. And also, the I wouldn't say the wealthiest, but she has, you know, the most professional life of all of them. <laughs> True. She's probably the only one making any money. Yeah. Uh, well, we find about that later. Um, but sort she, of. Respo- <laughs> she sends a note out, which is always um, big black ink written on top of whatever their note is. And she writes, a life that has no use for men. So <laughs> that that's her answer. Just no dudes, period. Whatsoever. <laughs> that's like the only qualification is uh do you have a pernis? No pernises. You're like, oh, uh no do, do you do you have any attraction to men whatsoever? Uh sorry. You can't you can't stay with us. Yeah, conk is acceptable, no beepus. Um <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. Uh I love you. Ed laughed. I don't need this to you. You can't can't take it back. Ed already laughed. You can't get mad at me. I'm going to continue to laugh at it, too. I'm going to laugh about Beepus until the third episode. I'm sorry. Uh, Uh, So so they they only want women who are are nuns like themselves. And they even refer to themselves as a very specific word, which is uh, a mommy zukan, which... Uh, basically means the sisterhood, a.k.a. nuns. Uh, um, side note, I just realized that they are technically, not quite, but technically just incels. Without the shitty attitudes. Ooh! Wow, Without you're kind attitudes. of right. <laughs> um, so, so, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna start the serious part of the, yeah, of yeah. the I show. Yeah, again, again, that's why I said without the shitty attitude, like, like, they right. are not so that type of person at all, but. They're definitely celibate. I don't think they're incels because they're not involuntarily celibate. These women so are that definitely would be, that would be... volunteering I think, I think at first they didn't, they didn't, they weren't like that, but then it just kind of turned into a, well, all right, we're just gonna go with it. Then. They're volunteers. And I don't even think, so. Which is a okay. different term. So I think they sit on part of the spectrum of asexuality. Yeah. And I don't think all of them sit on the asexuality spectrum, but I feel like uh, they definitely have no sexual urges towards men or women. Like they, Correct. It's just not a thing for them. Um, and you can still have sexual relations with someone who is asexual. Um, you know, they, they still have romantic feelings. Uh, which would explain why, you know, they are able to feel such deep f- feelings for the things that they love. It's not like, you know, you're asexual and you're a blank person. Um, right. But I, I definitely don't think they're incels because they're not pursuing men and then saying that, oh, well, no, but no man wants me. They Correct. just no, yeah, yeah. They just don't fucking care whatsoever they prefer their things they like their things they don't need peoples because their things give them the feels that they want right relatable jesus (laughs) that that is the partial partial part of the pride relation for pride Uh, month 
I mean, we get the other one pretty goddamn quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, let's continue. Uh, so, uh, Tsukimi is yeah. actually, for me, she's me. Yeah, I think um, Tsukimi is a little bit of all of us. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Because she's the protagonist, so she has to be a little bit of everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, illustrator who hasn't gotten her shit together... Uh, only draws like two things. <laughs> um, she can do two wow. things, but she can do them goddamn well. Yeah. Uh, and also, she lo- she lost her mom at a younger age, um, younger than me. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, like there is a lot of that. Uh, I sure wish I could talk to my mom. Totally. So I totally yeah. really, uh, and that brings us to the major plot point. So she's having a moment of sads. And so she goes, well, whenever I feel sad, about, especially about my mom, I like to go for a walk to the local uh, you know, pet store, but the aquatic pet store, because I like to look at the jellyfish. And so she goes, and she has a jellyfish that she loves to look at, and her name is Clara. And Clara is a spotted jellyfish. And she realizes that... They have put a different type of jellyfish in the tank with Clara, and this type of jellyfish gives off a toxin that will kill the spotted jellyfish. Now, is this fucking true? Like, is this actual oh, jellyfish Oh, I'm facts? sure it is. I'm not going to look yeah, it up. Yeah, I, I ain't about to look I it up. I definitely believe it, though. There are, like, aquarium building is serious fucking business. Yeah. Uh, they drop heavy jelly facts in this show <laughs> pretty, like pretty much constantly they're talking about jellyfish or some other shit uh, jelly uh, facts jelly facts hashtag jelly facts hashtag jelly facts uh, i love it oh my god i hate you they do they talk about jellyfish constantly and it's always like really scientific stuff uh, some of which i understand but so, a lot of which well, i don't what i love is she she realizes that the shop is manned by the stylish, which is in reference to anyone who looks nice. Like and anybody, also, we are boy. considered the stylish because we shower regularly. <laughs> like that is <laughs> that is and we, us. And we attempt to dress ourselves. No, yeah. I think I think they would be okay talking to us. Not you, because you're a dude. So the the shopkeep is both a dude and a stylish, and so she has a fucking panic attack because she needs to save this jellyfish. But she also needs to talk to a dude. So she finally gets the courage as she goes into the door and she does the well actually glasses. Yeah, she does. She, oh. she will actually oh. this poor man so bad. And yeah, it's probably just his after into. school job and he probably doesn't know anything about fucking jellyfish. And she's like, you need to fucking take this fish out because goddamn, you're going to kill it. And he's like, you're weird. Please leave. My boss will be here tomorrow. You can talk to him. And yeah. She's like, no, there's no time. <laughs> He's like, it'll die, but also at the same time, like, how do you know it wasn't, like, already like that for a while? Like, maybe one more day wouldn't kill it? Um, well, no, she hallucinates that Clara the jellyfish is talking oh, directly and, and to crying. her. Yes. You're right, you're um, right. By the way, I identify myself as Clara the jellyfish. <laughs> I sh- off, bon- <laughs> Fuck off, Bonba. What, I'm, defi- you- I'm definitely Bonba. That yes. was... <laughs> One hundred percent, Bamba. Not even, not even close to a problem. Minus the uh, fro. Minus the fro, plus the obsession with like things, 
like <laughs> mine's not trains mine's other things do you but, uh, get onto a train just because you have urges no uh i don't but <laughs> i have ridden trains before because i'm like oh we could walk but like the train's cool um but Bamba's just super rude <laughs> like, <laughs> she refers true. to a character as meat later <laughs> which i she, thought was yes i was like yeah good. yeah all right I respect uh, that. So, the the shopkeeper uh, gets into a tussle because she's trying to push herself through the door, and she ends up on the ground, and in steps this beautiful lady who has hair that looks like a jellyfish, and uh, long story short, this beautiful woman who is a stylish helps Tsukimi by... I just called her Zucchini. <laughs> Su- helps Tsukimi by... <laughs> by... By Clara. So Clara is saved. Hooray. Uh, I would just like to note that as a person who has worked in retail my entire life, I fully sympathize with this gentleman who was just like, please get out of my store. We're closed. Please go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. There are actually... So I'm going to get out ahead of this. There are actually a lot of times where I sympathize with the people that aren't the five women that live in this house. Where I'm like, y'all are kind of being shitty about this. Anime is very relatable. Yeah. Uh, and this was the first time where I was like, y'all are being bad. Just leave. <laughs> leave the just place. Like, They're stop. closed. Just don't be a jerk. Uh, but yeah, she, she ends up winning the uh, winning the hearts and minds of Clara the Jellyfish. Yep. Uh, and she, takes, she takes her home in like a plastic bag like a goldfish. Yep. So she doesn't have a tank, so she puts her in the bathtub. Uh, mind you... The bathtub is central to Japanese bathing. So she is inconveniencing the whole house. Um, uh, also, yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, what a jerk. <laughs> um, it, my first thought was, I, was like, I doubt that it's going to be that big of a deal. <laughs> like, I don't think they bathe all that often. So Karako, who is the beautiful lady, uh helps herself into the house and you know like doesn't think anything of it it's like well you know i helped you save this jellyfish so obviously you're gonna welcome me into your house to play with the jellyfish and because she's a stylish tsukimi cannot stand the thought of her being seen by any of her flatmates because she knows how anxious everyone is and so then her anxiety gets ratcheted up to 11 because she's like, oh my god, I just fucking have a jellyfish now, and I owe this woman money, and also she is too pretty for this house, and oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So relatable. <laughs> it's a it's a rough couple of minutes. So a lot of... <laughs> they end up in a room, and... Uh, they end up in Tsukimi's room, right? Yeah, and then Karako's just like, hey, I'm gonna sleep. And she does. By the way, relatable as fuck. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm gonna man. sleep that is right definitely here. how I That's fucking fine. fall asleep. You mind if I borrow this? No, wait, don't. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, uh, she so, passes the so- fuck out. Side um, note, by the way, every time someone says Tsukimi's name, I think they're saying is Zucchini. So, yeah, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Zucchini. Uh, <laughs> also relatable is the fact that uh, as they sleep. Uh, they tend to just remove different parts of their clothing, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah. I've totally done... The, I wake up and I'm like, I I definitely went to bed with pajama pants on. Where did those go? 
right. And now they are on the floor. When yeah, did it's... that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> and I'm a furnace, so I mean, it, it happens more often than not, but I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I can, I, I, I feel you on that. Uh, but I, I do not remember when Tsukimi goes to bed and falls asleep herself. Uh, she but, pretty much is just, you know, she's like, well, this is my life now. <laughs> this is how this ends. Uh, uh. <laughs> but she wakes up in the morning after a, uh, Clara commercial break. And the Clara commercial breaks are great. They're amazing. Uh, <laughs> but things are things are different in the house, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Caraco has shed some layers and uh, is a boy. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! Uh, that was like the the second the second was the morning, and it like showed her him asleep next to or like on the floor, and I saw. The, the hair was different. I was like, uh-oh. We're on to something here. Uh, I knew immediately. Like, I was like, this show's got something going on. So, like, here's the context. Uh, yeah. But while they're sneaking around the house... At I would one not p- call that sneaking. Yeah, okay. While they're More clumping... Like shouting. Yeah, while yeah, they're clumping around the house, uh, Tsukimi mentions at one point, she's like, "I, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, you're like from a different planet in reference to the fact that she's stylish. Yes. Uh, and I can I can never pronounce her name correctly because she's got a, a long name. Uh, uh, just known Kurinosuke? as Kurinosuke. Yeah, Kurinosuke. That's I think that's how it's said. Kurinosuke. Yeah. Uh, but Karako is his uh, princess form name. Correct. Yes, correct. Uh, it says, "Oh, so you figured it out." I was like, yeah, obviously, I figured it out. Obviously, this person's figured it out, too. No, no she did not. Nope. Uh, yeah, she she wakes up, steps on the wig, puts the wig on, and is like, nah, this ain't for me. <laughs> not the one. Uh, but then, then uh, Kuranosuke wakes up, and it's a rough time. A lot of yelling in the following couple scenes. Kind and of turning to awkward. stone. Yes, oh, yeah. Fucking the explanation for that priceless. Uh, all of the so, <laughs> all of the explanations for both the way the sisterhood works as like a mechanic, uh, and the things you shouldn't say to the sisterhood that uh, Clara introduces are both fantastic. Yeah, uh, Clara is. I mean, besides Choo Choo, probably the darn cutest thing we've had on this show ever. It's so good. <sighs> Makes me happy. Um, it that reminds is... me... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Nope, you finish. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Choo Choo reminds me of a less evil version of... If you've ever seen Assassination Classroom, uh, the main school that the kids are from has like a little mascot that whenever it appears on screen, all the like children yell, kind of like they do with Clara, except that, that mascot's evil and bad. Clara is good and positive. <laughs> uh, so that pretty much wraps the first episode. Yeah, you want to have a little, you want to take a Clara break? Ooh, yeah. I'm actually 
I know I promised myself I was never going to, like, say I was going to insert anything from the anime we watched ever again, because I forget to do it sometimes. Um, I'm actually going to insert the Clara, like, music here, where it's like, Clara, did it? Oh, and it says, like, the weird thing, it says tequila at the end or something? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) tequila. Tequila. That's so weird. Uh, All right, so. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. Hey, for all of you who listen to uh, Sipping Around the Suds and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download Podcast Republic. Uh, it's a fantastic app that allows you to get all your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. Uh, I use the app and love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select them as favorites, and they're all just a click away. Make sure you set Sipping Around the Suds as your favorite so you don't miss any new episodes from us. Again, the app is Podcast Republic, and it's available on the Google Play Store on any Android device. Yay! Yay. We're back. Tequila. Tequila. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the second episode, I just love the name of the episode, is Sukiyaki Western Metsusaka. So good. I don't good get reference. it. I don't get it. Somebody explain the reference to me. I'm uh, sorry. They, so I know the reference I'm thinking of is there's a movie called uh, Sakuyuki Western Django. Yep. It's a oh. Takeshi Mike. It's another Takeshi Mike movie. Oh. I believe it's Takeshi Mike? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's uh, the guy who did Phoenix Wright. Uh, very good movie. Very fucking good movie. We've mentioned it on this podcast before. We sure have. Okay. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh. Um, so, uh, one of my favorite bits from this, so we've come back to, uh, Tsukimi handling a boy in her room, and at one point- That is not the way you should phrase that, but anyway. She puts her hand over his mouth to keep Uh, him- Yeah, it does almost kill him at one point. Yeah, uh, and then she goes, oh my god, what is this shiny stuff on my hands? And he goes, lupugaloso? And I'm like, eh, it's a lip gloss. I just, I love words that are English that are said in Japanese. Yeah, it's just kind of goofy and weird. It's yeah. amazing. Um, yeah, th- this is a lot of the like physical comedy that happens in the show where, uh, uh, Karatebe. I have I literally have a note with how you told me to pronounce it. Nice. Uh, because I can't remember. Kronoske. Okay. I wrote it phonetically in English, which is wrong. Uh, well, you know. doesn't understand why he can't just fucking leave the room. Uh, and instead of explaining anything ever, instead of which using her words. She does not use her she words. Use her it's words. my it's my biggest problem with this anime is everything could be avoided if Tsukimi just used her words and said when the thing. When you're that socially awkward, it's kind of hard, though. I get that, but That's use like the thing. Use your words. Like it could have avoided this because it, we we didn't have to get this far. It didn't have to get this bad. We could have just said, "Hey, uh, there's no boys allowed here, so you do have to dress back up before you leave." Sorry. Uh, so she. She's trying to hide from her roommates. Someone's in a room. Her housemates are all like, what is that noise coming from upstairs? And everyone's like, oh my god, the house is fucking haunted. 
<laughs> they do they do really believe the house is haunted because it comes up again in the third episode. <laughs> so, uh, meanwhile, uh, meanwhile, uh, what's his face? Oh my god, Kuranosuke. Yeah, uh, I wrote it down. There <laughs> Eat we that. go. <laughs> he's managed to wash himself and is now glistening wet in her room, which doesn't help her situation whatsoever. No, she's having a really hard time with the whole pretty boy that dresses like a girl that's also mostly naked in her room situation. I get uh, it. It's confusing for a young Tsukimi. Even though- young in figure quotes. Uh, turns out I googled, by the way, turns out I googled, and she's 18. You're right, actually, I forgot that. I, as I was saying in figure quotes, I remember they actually mentioned it in the first episode. Like, in the very beginning, she mentioned it's been six months since she turned 18 and moved out. Yeah. So, yeah, she is actually 18. The rest of them are not, but so she is. She has attempt. she has attempted to lead a normal adult life so far. For almost no time. For almost no time. So, you, you know, you gotta give her some slack, because... She did move out of her house. Uh, so yeah, there, there's there's hijinks that ensue, uh, and again, she goes to uh, Meiji, Meiji, what's the name? The the uh, one in the closet. Oh, Majiro. <laughs> oh, Majiro. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, "What would be the punishment if like somebody did bring a boy in the house accidentally?" Just for a friend, haha. Yeah, Just and, for and laugh, she said haha, accidental. Happened. Yeah, accidentally. Not on what purpose. if what if somebody fucked up pretty bad and brought and a boy in the house? One Whoops. word sent back. Yeah. It's just death. death. <laughs> it's, it's a little She's extreme. Like, it's like Kimi's response is just, oh yeah, yeah of course, haha. But Majiro, you fucking draw Yaoi right? manga and also <laughs> I just yeah, love how, how she is so anti dude yet. That that's what brings her income. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, dudes, dudes make her money. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it, hijinks ensue, and I wrote down in my notes, uh, but jellyfish, all capital letters with exclamation points, and I don't <laughs> remember why. But it's before they decide to make the meal. Uh, but I don't know why they, I was yelling about jellyfish. Um. um oh, because well, they go to get the tank. To- Yes, so she she has to call home to get more money. Uh, so that is where her income is coming from, we find out. Yes. Um, but she needs a little extra money because she spent it all on supplies. Right. And she still needs a tank. Clara Classic can't... Tsukimi, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so at this point, everyone's like, oh my gosh, it's an adorable jellyfish. Yes, which is when I wrote, oh, but jellyfish. Yeah. Aww. Um, old jellyfish. And Karako eventually gets out of the house. Yeah, finally. Finally. And uh, so everyone goes about their regular day, which today is Hot Pot Day, which is their weekly thing. Day. And Ooh, I fucking love hot, love hot Pot. So good. So good. Uh, you know, so this is the store scene I was talking about earlier where they're going around creating a menace of themselves. Yeah, buying, so they they pull buy, their money together and they, they buy, buy... reduced price meat. Yep, they buy what they can afford, which is, you know, when they come out with the 50% off stickers. 
but with we, the Bamba Vision, yep, they find the Bamba best Vision. Uh, Yo, I Bamba respect Bamba Vision so much. Is We're able to Bamba detect Vision. the most delicious cuts of meat just by looking at them. So yeah. that is her job. And uh, also, this is the scene Ed mentioned of, of my of me, my uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she she's walking around and she's like, oh, this is a romance of the three kingdoms thing. I love it. I must have it. And then realizes it's a character she fucking hates on it and just gets very angry and upset at it. Oh, tell so her, what does she tell the character to say? Or tell the character she tells him to kill herself or something? Something like that. It's pretty violent. <laughs> uh, she's just so angry because it's a character she doesn't like on the cover. Um, I so, so the, I read the this title scene. of the book, or yeah. no, the title of the box is Moe Moe, Three Kingdoms. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, I read the see. I read the scene because of the title of the box and the the art on the box. It wasn't a character she hated so much. It was like overly adorable romance of the three kingdoms art. Because all of her like figures are <laughs> relatively yeah. accurate. I just know that she looked at it for a while before she got mad about it. She was pissed. She's she was fucking so angry. Mad. Very uh, me. Yeah, I love that. And Banba was- found. Uh, old train set. <laughs> Is it, I thought it was. I thought it was a like a box of cookies with trains on them. Yeah, it's like a limited edition with a train printed on it of something that you would get at a grocery store. It's a train thing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I loves mean, trains. I respect it. If I saw a thing that had pretty much any of the things I like on it, I'd be like, well. <laughs> now I'm gonna have to get the stupid Pez dispenser because it's yep, a train. I yep. also can't think of how many times I've seen something that has something I like on it, but it's in a shitty form, and I just get angry about it. Oh, see, I would just do it anyway. You should see my apartment. It's full of stuff that we don't need, but we have because it's got stuff we like on it. Uh, Jesus Christ. I actually own a lot of garbage. Uh, yeah, I love this whole store scene. Um, but they eventually make their way back, and they got... Uh, key plot point, though, they do find the expensive meat. And they all drool over the expensive meat because they want the good the good meat. Yes, but Chieko is like, no, you're only going to do yourselves more harm than good by staring at the thing we can't afford. Yeah, too much money for the good beef. Can't afford it. Uh, so they go home and they're going to make their hot pot. But guess guess who shows up for dinner? Somebody's not somebody's not fucking invited. <laughs> Fucking stylish, Caraco. Uh, also, just kind of shows up. Yeah. She, t- well, she, because she also said when she left that morning, "I'll see you later. Let's do this again." So he was like, "Don't. We're we not hanging out no more. I yeah. we can't come around here. So we don't like we don't like you you men around here. So I guess that's where Caraco's social issue is, where he isn't able to take social cues very well. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Which is fine! I, I think it's it's maybe not so much that, and also more of, like, he's, like, a, a pampered rich kid, which you find out later, spoilers, uh, who's never really had anybody say no in his entire life, so he probably didn't really expect it and didn't think it was serious. And I'm sure he just goes over to his friends' houses when he wants to. Yeah, like, I mean, we see what happens later when his friends call him all the time. He uh, thinks more about what he wants out of a situation and less about what others would like out of a situation. Correct. Because his whole life is probably used to just always being wanted and having people who always want him around. Right. So the sisterhood, much to their chagrin, has a house guest who is cooking their sukiyaki and is trying to be like, you know, playing host and being nice and being like, hey, let me make a bowl for you. And 
uh, being overly friendly, which is how you say friendly. Oh, is uh, it? Yes. Wow, very cool. <laughs> um, and at one point, uh, Karako says, oh man, this boy sure loves some sukiyaki. And the, the Japanese word for boy sounds a lot like ole. So then Tsukimi jumps up and she starts going, ole, 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 and just starts singing in order to hide the fact that he said boy, which See, I fucking love. Again, at this point, Tsukimi was even 4% good at lying, could have been like, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. And then it's on nobody but... <laughs> Krako. It's, it's technically her uh, fault that she brought him in, though, so she would still get killed. Uh, so also, also before this, if, mm. if that already happened, is, did the, this is the point where they've already explained about the defense mechanisms of the sisterhood. Oh, this is during, yeah, yeah. Okay, this good. whole scene is like a big blur, but yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they, so, the defense mechanisms. I want to rewind point. a little bit um, because at one point, Mayaya uh, says something about. Um, I think I think it was in reference to the gay men who wanted to room with them, but she said something a little derogatory tra- towards quote transvestites. Yeah, she now, does use the word. Transvestite mm-hmm. is an old word. If y'all remember Rocky Horror, he's just a sweet transvestite from sexual Transylvania. Uh, transvestite is a very old word for crossdresser. Back so in the day. Back in the day. It isn't somebody who is trying to come off as being a woman for the sake of changing gender identity. It is somebody who just likes to dress in feminine clothes. And I mean, let's be real. Uh, Frankenfurter is definitely pansexual. Who uh, happens yeah. to also just for like sure. women's clothing. So yeah. as far as like gender identity goes, that's on a spectrum. Uh, but gender expression is on a separate spectrum as well. So in this anime, uh, Kurinosuke is dude identifying. He knows he's a dude. He would not be considered transgender because he has no interest in becoming a woman. He just enjoys dressing like a woman. So that means his gender expression is feminine. But not he specifically, always. He specifically likes women's fashion. That's yes. why he does it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says it in the third episode. He, it's The only reason he does it is for two two reasons. Because his family won't talk to him, and he doesn't want to talk to his family. So it just works win, out. Win-win. Right. <laughs> and and two, he, he just fucking loves fashion. Right. He is, a he is for all intents and purposes, I don't know, they don't mention it in the first three episodes, but I'm going to assume a straight man just prefers to dress as a woman. Um, more comfortable for him. So, uh, they use transvestite a lot. We don't really use that word anymore. Cross-dresser would be accurate. Uh, drag queens are cross-dressers, but they are also performers. So it's like a different segment of cross-dressing. Um, mm. Where some people just like to wear dresses because they're mad comfy. Uh, mm. And then Fair. some drag queens use the gender expression of drag to explore the possibility of their gender identity. So there are quite a lot of drag queens who have come out as transgendered after being 
drag queens for a long time because that was the way that they were able to explore in a safe space the possibility of not being male or not being female in the case of drag kings. So uh, there's your education moment. I learned a thing. Uh, yeah. Also, drag queens are my favorite part of pride parades. Hell yeah. Um, excuse me. So, yes, back to the back to the dinner party. Uh, Maya takes them out of the uh, like takes Tsukimi out of the room to tell her to like yo tell this bitch to go. She gotta go. Uh, and that's when they explain that whenever there is a stylish around, the sisterhood activates their defense mechanism. First step. Uh, turn to stone. Yeah, petrification. The, yeah. the obvious one. Yep. Yeah, because they do it constantly. They literally turn to stone. Uh, step two uh, is to ignore the person, correct? Yep. Or is that mm-hmm. step three? Yep. Uh, now, it's not ignoring. They just literally can't hear the person anymore. They turn off... All they, receptors they to very, you. They used a very specific uh, phrasing for that, and it was like, yeah, they're not, they're not ignoring. They're just they've become, uh, they've become very akin to the point of not, uh, not noticing them. Yes. Uh, and uh, then third step is they turn off parts of their brain and they fill it in later with yep. things that they like. Yeah. They just they forget that it happened. They men in black flash themselves at the pen, and then. <laughs> They pretend that they were actually playing with trains or uh, middle-aged men or whatever they prefer. So one of the first things that we learned that you don't ask a sisterhood person is you don't ask if they're a virgin. Yep. Uh, that that was one of the first things that made Tsukimi turn into a rock. Yep. Um, uh, and then is it in this one or the next one where we learn what the next thing you don't ask is? Uh, th- that's next next episode. Yeah, it's real good though. uh, Essentially, everyone just fucking goes. Ugh, this stylish has ruined my meal with her effervescent energy, and I can't, I can't anymore. (laughs) Dinner is ruined, and so they all take their their bowls and they go off to their rooms. Right, which Uh, is what what these people would do in real life. That is a real life thing. I don't want to hear it. And so Karako is feeling, you know, like she's starting to understand that maybe just inviting herself wasn't the best approach. And uh, Tsukimi, you know, walks with her home. We get some backstory. We get some backstory. Uh, Uh, And, you know, like they have an understanding, essentially. They, they, They have some character growth. Um, but man, oh man! Yeah, so Tsukimi asks her, "Well, uh, Kurenosuke, like, why did you come back?" And he goes, "I just like hanging out with you." And she gets all blushy. She like freaks Ooh. out. And man, she oh man! I the wall over and over. I have definitely had those moments where a dude's like, "Uh, I just like hanging out with you," and I'm like, "Oh, oh what? <gasps> what does that mean?" Ah. <sighs> and all the blood starts rushing up and then back down again jesus uh anyway they make it back to the karnowski is what is actually a fucking mansion he's like oh and here we are uh what he sends his brother in to get some choice meats the same meats from earlier 
Uh, and they also mentioned the that like, episode title of Matsusaka. Oh, they didn't even Matsusaka put that together. beef. Uh, and they briefly mentioned that uh, Kurenote's dad is awake and sh- doesn't want to be, doesn't want to see uh, him dressed as a woman. Uh, family blackmail is best blackmail is what I wrote. Yes. Best way to do it. He's like, yep. oh, you better get me that beef, boy, or I'm going to walk through the house and dad's going to see me. You don't want to do that. Which made it seem like it was a secret. It's not a secret. It's not a secret. But no, that you find more. Well, I lo- I love how we what how we learn about things next yeah. episode. But, yeah. Uh, so they bring back uh, the next day fancy beefs. And now everybody's friends. And everyone's friends. And Bamba starts calling uh, Kurenosuke meat. Meat. Uh, also, Tsukimi says the best line when when uh, when she comes back uh, with the meat, and she just goes, "Wait." Does the sisterhood really have no pride? <laughs> uh, you uh, can bribe me with a fancy beef dinner yeah. any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hang on, hang on one second, guys. Sorry. You're good. Quick pause. Quick Not pause. now. Do, 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 do. What happened? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Uh, was that unrelated. some Animal Crossing right there? Nah, that was uh, some... I don't even know. Ah! I just punched my microphone. I'm sorry. Um, what do you want me to do? Go back in time and fix it? I can't. Can we talk about apartment. this later, please? But I turned the air conditioning off because I don't want it to go... I have into the microphone. <laughs> I wish I did. Hannah, is it hot in here? I really gotta find a way to mute Audacity. Alright, we're good. Alright! Yay. Yay! Um. So that brings us to episode ep- three. Episode three is pretty good. Episode three uh, opens with Kurenosuke, uh dressed as a boy, uh, just kind of recapping the last couple episodes where he's like, I've made friends from a whole different genre. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Every so time he has to describe the sisterhood, it's pretty amazing. He's like, yeah, they're just different. It's pretty you know, good, pretty good. Di- different, different, different. Uh, and it it goes into his his story on how uh, he's always looked up to his mother's fashions. He doesn't live with his mother. We learned that she's not in the picture right now, and he would like to meet her as an adult. Right. And so he's always loved fashion from her closet of beautiful things he literally just wants to go through her closet and he fucking hates politics and so he dresses in women's clothing so that way his family just doesn't ask him to take part in any of the family business of politics Mm -hmm. they're just like no specifically like he was asked to join a dinner dressed in drag his uncle was very into it which is unsettling. His uncle's the best worst character. <laughs> yeah, because like his uncle is was... is the creepy old man, but he thinks that his nephew is cute as can be, no matter how he dresses. Uh, which is mm, problematic, but uh, yeah, his dad doesn't like it, so his dad is like, "All right, you need to get the fuck out." 
So he's like, all right, bye. And he just leaves. <laughs> That's where we get the first of the explanation of, yep. yeah, if I dress like this, I won't be asked to join in any of these dumb dinners. <laughs> and Kurnosuke has a lot of friends, and they keep calling him all day to come fix their makeup and do all this other stuff. And he's like, ugh, I'm bored of talking about sex and parties with these people. So he decides he's going to go hang out with the sisterhood. And this is why I... So everybody in this anime is a bad person on different levels. Yorinosuke is a bad person because he doesn't... He's not hanging out with them because he particularly likes any of them except for Tsukimi. He's hanging out with them because he thinks of them as a project. Which yep. uh, bothers me. But that's fine. It's whatever. Uh, but he arrives back at the back at the place. They're all hanging out. This is where Bonba calls him Meat. Yep. Uh which is pretty good. Uh, and he immediately reads these girls harder than I've ever seen reads ever. them the house down boots would be <laughs> the lo- drag term for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, this is where we get the second question because he starts looking around wondering how they afford things. You don't uh, ask a sisterhood that. Yep. Right, that's that's the second thing you, you don't do ask. Not is talk about their money. I believe. Oh yeah, where their money comes from. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so they are technically what we would call a neat, which is uh, crap. I lost my note. Oh. Uh, no experience, uh, education, or training. Uh, yes. Not in education, employment, or training. Whatever. It, there's Neats. a couple different definitions. Yeah. Uh, essentially. You're not in school. You don't have a job. Correct. And you're this not- anime is a very fun betrayal of it, but there are plenty of other animes that do very dark betrayals of it as well. Yep. I'm going to recommend one at the end of this show. I, don't, I know exactly what you're going to recommend. <laughs> yes, you do. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> um, uh, so I would I would put them on neat level. I would also kind of put them on uh, the slight edge of millennial because the reason why they're so offended that you know they're living off of allowances or someone pointed, called them out for living off of allowances, is that they do try to generate some income from their hobbies. Mm-hmm. They try. Um, and some of them. Some of them. So, like, Chico is able to sell her dolls clothes online because she's a very good seamstress. Uh, and everybody helps Mijero out on her manga when it gets to deadlines. So I'm sure right. they're getting... You know, some income from that. Like, one of them stuffs envelopes. Like, they all do things. Yeah. Uh, There wouldn't be traditional jobs, for sure. But they're all things that they can do in the comfort of their home. Right. They, they, the big thing is that they don't have real jobs. They get allowances from their families. Yes. Correct. Uh, Which is fucking hilarious, because they get very upset about it. Uh, and they, they were like, well, you know what? Our parents were of the boomer generation, and uh, we came of age Ooh, yeah. when the bubble burst, and there was a huge, huge bubble that burst in Japan uh, right. about so 20 years ago. Bad. Um, so, you know, you think we have it kind of shitty, like Japan had it way shitty. Uh, uh, so they're just they're just living off of their their parents' riches because they socially can't even, and uh, also probably wouldn't be able to either way. But this is when uh, 
Kronos, he also notes that, wait, hold on, if you're boomer children, that also means you're in, like, your mid-30s. You're all kind of old to be doing this, uh, which they also don't take too kindly to. Yes, you uh, do not ask a sister of her age. I forget how we get from this scene to them in the park. Uh, uh, well, they have to leave the house again because. Yeah, I think I think they like kind of forced them out. I believe is what happened. The yeah. sister had girls to like leave. So uh, but they is yeah. you know chilling in the park because she's not her, that mad. I can't imagine what that sweatsuit she sm- wears all the time smells like. It's got to be awful. Listen, they do do laundry. We see them do laundry. They're clean. It's one sweatsuit. I know that if I wear a sweatsuit once, it smells to high heaven. (laughs) They are are called a sweatsuit for a reason. But they're out wearing these sweatsuits, uh, and Kronosuke gives her the look. I just wrote it as the look, uh, and is like, we need to go back to my place now, Uh, which I thought was kind of intimidating. But he meant that he wanted to give her a makeover. Uh, am I skipping anything? No, that's that's no. pretty much what happens. Makeovers yeah. are yeah, the best. Next, yeah. Who doesn't fucking love Princess Diaries style makeover? Uh, Tsukimi. Oh, Tsukimi right. doesn't. Uh, she fucking hates it. Uh, she gets her eyebrows plucked. She gets her yeah. legs shaved. Uh, her glasses are taken away from her. Her hair is brushed out. She has makeup put on. She has a dress put on her, like, the fucking works. She looks like a different character. Turns out, she kind of cute. Yeah, she cleans up real nice. I don't understand the, like, meme of you have to take your glasses off to be cute. Like, I don't get that. Oh, I'm pretty sure they were were fucking with that in this anime. This anime is pretty self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But she takes her glasses off, and she's beautiful, and then she... Uh, she escapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Uh, is it's like, it's like my cats when I'm putting them in cute clothes, and they're like, "No, farewell." No, we're we're gonna leave now. Uh, and then Tom opens the door, but in this case, it's Kernosuke's brother. Uh, <laughs> she goes terracing down the hall and and Later. runs away. Uh, books it. But he is like, "Oh man, who is that cute girl in your room?" Right. Turns out he's uh, fucking terrible with the ladies too. Oh yeah, he's not very good. <laughs> Shu, uh, uh, has has a yeah, he he just he's not very good. Uh, also his best, all right. So his best. Kuranosuke is like, oh, you probably have a thing for her, right? Well, she left her sweatpants and her sweatshirt and her glasses here. Why don't you take them back to her? Th- this I noted was an incredibly bad idea. <laughs> this Absolutely. is a, this is a bad idea oh, for also, so many reasons. Creepy uncle sees her and he's like, "Oh my god, this house is full of cuties, and I can't full even." Of, full of hotties, some of them I'm related to. All right, <laughs> I th- that nothing about that was okay with me. I hated every second of it. Uh, uh, but yeah, so he has like her stuff, and all I can think is like he's gonna go over to the house. He's gonna be like, "Hi, my brother gave me this." To bring to you, you're his friend and you were at his house. And I was like, this is not going to end well for anybody. So they cut back to Tsukimi for a while. Uh, so the brother, the brothers make a deal. 
And it's like, I will tell you where Tsukimi lives if you tell me where mom lives so I can go see her. And he's like, I'm not going to give you that info. Uh, he does eventually. Spoiler. Um, meanwhile, Tsukimi is running home fucking blind. Uh, she has to wash her face with just plain water before she gets in the house because she can't be seen with makeup. No. Right. Um, but of course she doesn't have makeup remove remover. So she looks a hot mess. Uh, she looks like uh, a Chinese hopping zombie. So yeah, what they're like, Jiangxi oh man, you are totally cosplaying as a dead wet girl, aren't you? <laughs> they're like, no, nah, it's a hopping z- vampire. And so she goes, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. And so she does the hopping. She hops up the stairs. So if you play, if you play Overwatch, you know that Mei has, has an emote. Where she's hopping forward, that's the fucking vampire. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an even deeper cut. Ooh. If you continue to watch Shaman King after we did, you'll know that that shitty character who showed up in the last episode, Ren, he has a sister who her her spirit is actually a Jiang Shi of a, a dead movie, uh, a dead movie star, a Bruce Lee guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Clone. Yep. Forgot about Jiang that. Jiang Shi, the hopping zombie. Also, if you are following the leaked Pokemon Gold news. You'll know that there was a Jiangxi Panda Pokemon that they did not put in the actual final game, and I'm still mad about it. Yo, we need to have a whole separate po- Pokemon podcast, because the evolution of Ditto, I could go an hour and a half on pretty easy. St- we didn't get the Vulpix baby, and I'm mad about it. Uh, but yeah, this Anyways. whole scene so is precious, with probably, her like hopping up the stairs. Yeah, like that. that is fucking amazing. That she's just good. like, yep, yep, I'm totally cosplaying right now. Hop, hop, hop. Uh, so the the government man arrives at her house with her clothes, and he pulls up and sees. So Meanwhile, she's already, she figures yeah. out the the relationship of this family because they've been watching TV, and all of uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the family has been on TV because they're politicians, right, and they're like, right. "Wait, why does that name sound so familiar?" Oh, right. shit! Wow, shit! Whoops. Uh, we goofed, guys. We so, fucked it up. So he pulls up. Meanwhile, they're still playing vampires, and they've chased Tsukimi out of the house because they want to uh, remove the curse from her. Right. <laughs> so they have, like, what are they, little, little prayer slips little charms, that they have to, yeah. like, <laughs> slap on her? And so he pulls up in his limousine, and here's this crazy-looking girl with you know cracked glasses and who tackles makeup him? who tackles him because she's just fucking running she needs to learn to run with her head up she <laughs> runs into so many people in this anime because she runs with her head down and wouldn't be an without it though and he's like i'm i'm here to see a beautiful girl who lives here and she realizes that that's her shit and she's like oh yeah yep it's everything's fine Everything's fine. The, We're fine, yeah, thanks. We'll take care of it. Bye. Uh, but they make eye contact as he drives away. Uh, and she, and she wonders yeah. that maybe she does have feelings for people. Uh, I'm going to go he, ahead and guess spoilers. No, she doesn't. But she might. The, the part you're cutting out is while she's realizing that, it cuts back to him in the car. And he goes, hmm, those guys are all weird. We should tear that building down. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, uh, well, we're going to renovate that shit almost immediately. 
Meanwhile, he's fantasizing on the way to their place about how he's going to return her glasses and then they're going to get married. <laughs> right. You know, guy stuff. A natural escalation. Yeah. Uh, can we, we need to rewind real quick. This is basically the end of the episode, right? Like, there's yeah. another small interaction. But before we before we go into, like, recommendations and shit like that, I do want to note, we didn't talk about my favorite interaction in this entire thing. When okay. uh, her, when uh, his brother comes back into the room and is like, who was that? He can't get the words out. And he's like, what? He like closes the door and then he opens the door. <laughs> he asks a different question first. He goes, hey, he goes oh, what, what do you think about the salt tax? And <laughs> yeah, sales what, tax, sales tax. Yeah, sales what tax. do you think about the growing inf- inflation rates today? And Kronosia <laughs> just goes, I don't like them. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. He goes, okay, thanks. Closes close the, door. the door. It's the it's the best interaction. Like, and then he's like, so about that girl. Uh, is she so with good. you? Uh, so Very about good the sales tax. <laughs> Don't yeah, like so it. All right. He he's he's probably one of the best normal characters. <sighs> this anime is pretty good. Yep. I like this anime a whole lot. Yeah, I'd be lying if I said I didn't, and didn't enjoy my time with it. Truthfully, uh, I'll probably watch some more of it if it's only eleven episodes. So, an important I'd... thing to note from the Wikipedia page: Shu cannot recognize Tsukimi when she is dressed up. So, <laughs> it's a regular old Superman effect going on here. That's fine. <laughs> that works Worth out. It. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna end up watching this whole thing. Uh, do we have any recommendations for things to watch other than Princess Jellyfish? No. Uh, I guess the only thing I know of that's supposed to be pretty good that's in a similar vein of woman who is not a traditional woman but finds love would be a recovery of an MMO junkie. Came out a couple years ago. Ooh, heard that's supposed good. to be pretty good. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Oh, there's also if you want like a goofy hikamori one, there's uh, Watamote. Don't also know what that good is. Things about that. It's the it, you've seen the girl. It's the girl with the black hair, like the very dark circles under her eyes. Oh, okay. I think everyone's I'm see, everyone's seen that girl, but I don't never. I just heard that everyone's been that girl. I currently am. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Recommend one of my favorite animes of all time. Everybody should watch Welcome to the NHK. It's fucking... NHK. It's fucking so good. Uh, it's about... It's about Neats. It's about Hikikomori's. It's uh, a dude who basically uh, subscribes to every conspiracy theory there is. And he's paralyzed with fear and can't leave his house. Uh, and one day a girl comes to his house to like try to sell him something. Uh, she's like a, a missionary, I believe. And she decides that she's going to work on him as his pro as her project to like integrate him into society and fix his like problems. Uh, but everybody's got problems. Uh, and everybody in this anime is kind of fucked up in different ways. And it's so good. Uh, it's, it's another thing where it's like, you'll see a character that you're like, well, yeah, I get it. It's also very dark and very sad. Uh, there are there are some some jokes, but like doesn't go very many good places. It's it's yeah. a pretty deep dive into like that type of lifestyle. Uh, whereas uh, Princess Jellyfish kind of uh, shines like a fun light on it. Welcome to the NHK is like nah, this is this shit sucks, dog. Don't do this. Yeah, but still, it's so good. Watch it, enjoy it, inhale. Welcome to the NHK, like I did. 
anything else you guys want to want to talk about? We've been going for an hour and a half, so. Yankees. Big yeah. Yankees. No, cool. That's pretty much it. Uh, we are going to continue next week. We're going to go to more dude-focused animes. Uh haven't pinned down which one yet we're gonna start with but uh i'll i'll let you guys know on the twitters and the facebooks we're between two big ones right now yep from what i understand uh and i mean uh should we put it out there so that people can like let us know if they have feelings one way or another about what we watch Mm, no because then we're gonna find like a third option and go with that and then just fucking fuck everything up (laughs) Honestly, knowing us, very true. Yeah, yeah, that sounds likely. So that best. sounds like us. It's best if we're not sure. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Uh, and then we're going to wrap up with probably the most famous and relevant uh, gay positive anime in the past couple years at the end of the month, and we'll talk about that when we get there. Hooray. Yay. Yay. We have much uh, rejoicing. Tia, where can people listen to this? Uh, they or can find listen us? to us on the iTunes the google play musics yay we are on podbean just search for suds cast on podbean for everything else search for sipping around the suds we are also as you heard earlier featured on podcast republic which is the new android app for podcasts yeah definitely recommend checking that out there uh and if you want to socialize with us you can find us at facebook and twitter we're going to be at Sudscast on both of those platforms. And also, regular old email. Thesudscast at gmail.com. Uh, the best way to Check get in touch email. with us is to, is to leave a, a like, comment, and subscribe on our podcast feed, though. Please re- do all of those things yes. those. in a sequential order. Yep. Uh, that's about it. That's, that's the big plans. Um, I've got nothing else. Aaron, you want to remove us? Uh, Do you remember how? It's been a while. I'm Aaron. I'm Tia. I'm Ed. Gotcha, Bagus, and Bayonara. Bayonara, everybody. Thank you for listening. Carbonara. Carbonara. Pasta carbonara. Pasta carbonana.